Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn about us at zencare.org. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, very early Dharma talk. <laughs> um, okay, so just try to wake me up. <laughs> hmm. So it's the fourth day or session. Uh, by now, I hope that you understand what practice means. Um, and also we can experience that we have a choice to really, we have a choice to really wake up or to continue really sleeping, really into the dream of life. I remember uh, in my early sessions when I understood what practice is or means that when I get out from, from my practice, basically checking out, I just I realized an avalanche of a lot of suffering. <laughs> and then right away I just come back to the present moment and realizing that it was less painful, less difficult just to be here. And realizing most with the, with the pass of the time and sitting, you really realize that you, most of the time we are okay. Most of the time we are quite okay. And so, and, and then this, uh, what I was gonna say, this, this uh, to, to, re, to, to realize the most in the present moment we are okay. Sometimes I, I, when, when I have a challenge or suffering, uh, difficulties, I ask myself, is this really, really, really my worst moment in my life? Is really, really, is my worst moment? And I realize this not. It's just the way how I interpret, or the way how I talk to myself, is what makes it difficult. So for, the, for this day, uh, maybe we are getting a little fruits, a little gifts of what does it mean to be concentrated, to be focused. And, and sometimes when we get really 
too concentrated, too focused, it can get very um, seductive, I will say. The mind gets very seducted, and we think, oh, that's a set. And the mind can get dulled if we really know we are not awake. So it means like, don't get too cozy. Don't get too cozy in your practice. Don't think that that's, that's enough. That's, okay, I think that's it. So try to really question it and be skeptical with your practice. Just continue refreshing and digging and digging and digging. And this is an endless practice. And another thing, another uh, characteristics of this practice is it's really timeless. It's really timeless if we can get into that sense of timeless practice. And the only way to practice is practicing then and the now. <clears throat> so we can discover more and more about ourselves, about life, about everything, and really to really answer the question, the deep, the big question, what am I doing here? Why am I here? So it's fine to feel joy or to feel blessed, and sometimes to have a pleasant feelings. It's okay. But like everything else, they're going to pass. Don't get too attached. Because when we get to attach, it just becomes hindrance for our practice. So one thing is just to remind you to be in this container. Uh, so there are more days to come. And, and to, me, to be in the container is, is not to leak. What does it mean not to leak? not to take for granted, not to take for granted the, 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 your effort, your practice, and, and then that you got the formula and that's okay. And you start leaking, and leaking, a way of leaking is to start like a talking or breaking the silence. Uh, some of us, we, we know very well and, and sometimes through this practice, we really found this connection and this bond. And right away, we want to share, you know, speaking. But it's not necessary now. Just try to continue connecting and, and, and using the silence. And even if we, we think that, that nobody can hear us, but somebody maybe is watching us and then just to come together and start chatting, distort the practice of others. So be, be aware and, and really, uh, um, like I say, don't take for granted and then, and then make the right effort. Keep, keep, keep practicing. So this for day, I can see the retreat or this sheen, you know, like a planting a, spra a plant planting a seed. 
you know, before to put it into the garden. So you have this small container and you put a seed and, and, and then put water. In the beginning, you don't see anything until certain days go by, the little sprout comes. So right now, it's like a little sprout of your practice coming out. It's not strong enough. It needs to continue cultivating before we put it into, into the soil, into the, into the garden, to the land. So, so it means like a still fragile. And, and it's amazing sometimes that we are very close to the goal, and sometimes we, like we self-sabotage, or we full off. And, and I remember the, the talk of Ochodo and coaching about to see clearly Sometimes when really wake up and we see clearly, sometimes we don't want. Because we are not familiar, we are not familiar with this clarity, with this, with this new being, with this new mind, and then it's so easy to go back to the, to the old, because the old is familiar. Um, and sometimes the clarity scares us because we start learning how to have a new relationship with ourselves. And just be aware, like I start learning or becoming familiar with what is the person who doesn't have worries. And this is the first uh, new being in this practice, that you realize that sometimes, really, you don't have worries preoccupations, and then to have this mind that is clear is, is just is scary or, or is not familiar, and we really go back and they, we had to get a worry or a problem to put it into our mind to start feeling like a, this is me. <laughs> Make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so that is the practice. So, so here, the, related with that is, um, sometimes we, I think there is a saying, no, the, the ignorance is a bliss. Because as soon as you wake up, you know that you cannot go back. You cannot go back. And then just you need to keep forward. And that is the, that is, that is the practice. That is Zen. It doesn't resolve to, to, to go back. And there is a, maybe Tibetan saying that this practice is like a, a snake and a pipe inside of a pipe. That snake cannot go back, just can keep going, going, going to get out of the pipe.
Ähm, so it's better to keep this practice. Try to keep this practice alive. And we are going to follow many, 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 many times. Many, many times our mind is going to go away, wander, and we start doing planning or daydreaming, or, especially when there's a pleasant feeling uh, or a pleasant thought. Just we feel that this beautiful story. I'm going to do my best Dharma talk today. And then just we feed it, we feed it. And then, and then just refresh, refresh your, your, your practice. Come back, come back to the present moment and exploring, exploring your whole self and be curious and try to see every moment with a fresh mind because that's what it is. Every single moment is new. So, and getting used to, to the new, and start learning how to be touched with yourself, with your whole humanity. That we are very, very complex beings. And, and that's what being touched with yourself, that's what Seixing means. Being touched with your heart, being touched with your mind. And don't be afraid of that. It's so easy, so easy to, 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 to hide. It's so easy to postpone what is obvious. And don't postpone. Don't postpone uh, what we are. Don't postpone is just something normal, natural, inherent or true self, or, or Buddha nature. Don't postpone it, let it reveal, let it express. Um, there is a, there is a, a cartoon, to share a cartoon about how sometimes how difficult it is to be in the present moment. It is this cartoon that they, it's like a, there are three displays, maybe an exposition or, or in a conference, you know, this stands, this place. And one displays is uh, somebody, they say, about past lives. There is somebody in the middle, they say, to be present. And there is a third person about the future lives. And all the past lives and, and future lives stand this huge line. <laughs> and nobody wants to be in the present. So that's so interesting. That's what we are doing here. Just to be in the present and see how difficult it is. That's why those lines are, are empty. What does stands? So what is this true nature? What is that, that thing that we talk a lot about, true self and Buddha nature? What is, what is that? What is to be a human being? 
I think Huy Nen mentioned in one of his teachings, this ancestor from China, he said that to be a human being, fully human being, is to be a Buddha. If you understand what does it mean to be a human being, you are a Buddha. Um, and then I'd like to end with this story that is really clear to me what we are doing here at this machine. Uh, it's the story about, about a dog. And then it's not the, the Joshu dog, the Mu. <laughs> it's not that. But it's close, it's very close. So one day, I was having lunch with my, one of my friends and, and, and her home. And we were having a, beef, a Mexican beef soup. And then, and that uh, dish has vegetables and also has, has been and has bone, bone of, of beef. And, um, and we, were, we were eating and we were showing, you know, the meat and the bone. And she has a dog, and her name is Belina. So Belina was there and just watching us, you know, just waiting for something to fall and, and get, you know. So that was the dog there. And almost in the end of our meal, <clears throat> I talked to, to my friend, I say, let's give it a bone. And then she say, no, no, no. I say, why no? It's, she's a dog. You know, what is wrong with that? I say, no, no. Maybe she can get sick. I said, no, she, <laughs> she won't get sick. And then I said, okay. And we get the bone. And you believe it or not, so Belina, he didn't know what to do with the bone. She just grabbed the bone. Well, first, fall into the floor. And then it was like a, just approaching carefully, <laughs> carefully, and then smelling and get it, the, the, the bone, and then just hold it. And then she didn't know what to do. And I was really, we were really surprised. Because this is what we learned, connecting the dog with the bone, you know, and then, and then the dog will play. And then I remember my dog when I was a kid, he was always showing and playing with, with his bone under the table. But this dog, he didn't know what to do. And we started to explain it to the dog what to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I would do this and that. And, then, and it took maybe five or ten minutes to start really showing the bone. So, but that was for us, it was so clear about this Buddha nature, about this practice. We are here just to remember, to remember our, our Buddha nature, or to be human. So that dog domesticated and having all this processed food, the, the way how we feed and distance the dogs. 
And sometimes we walk too, too, too far, too far. We treat almost like a, a baby, you know. Uh, the, the, the dog is, is losing its dogness, if I can say. And the same way for us. We are for so many generations in this life that we see or we think the Buddha nature or true self is really far away or is up there. And the Zen, this practice is just really remembered. It's really in our DNA. And just we have to remember. And then this coming back is just remember what, what it is, what the true self is. So there is the, you cannot get lost. You cannot get lost. And that's what this practice has been for 2,600 years. To go back, if there was no truth, in the first 50 years, we won't have this practice. But that's why we chant all these ancestors. Human beings, there were people doing this practice before of us. And that's the gift. That is what is transmitting. This is what is passing to remember our true nature. To really, to really, to learn how to play with the bond. And the bond is life. Thank you.